that's what I'm trying to capture is the journey from getting from one place of, of pain and how do you utilize life circumstances, whether it's fair or unfair, to grow as, as a person. Um, and, and, and how do you use your story to help inspire others around you? What's up, people? Welcome to the Wake Up with Welbrick podcast. Super stoked to get season two underway. I'm your host, Chris Welbrick. Now, before I preview our guest list and kind of do a recap of season one, uh, please go ahead on Instagram and give us a follow and a like at Chris Welbrook. To support us, please go to patreon.com backslash wake up with Welbrook. And for full episode listings as well as an in depth analysis of each episode, please go to wakeupwithwellbrick.com. All right, people, let's hit it. Welcome to episode one of the Wake Up With Wellbrook podcast. I'm your host right here. As always, I'll be right on this mic, Chris Wellbrook. Um, first off, you know, uh, we got a new look. We got a new name. It's been really cool to talk to a lot of people um, and ultimately rebrand this podcast. Last year, uh, we were the weekly Wellbrook podcast. It was That was a really fun experience having everybody vote on it. Um, but also, I feel like this is this is a cool you know evolution in in my own life um, as well as kind of the life of the podcast. So uh, I'm, I really appreciate everyone. I already made a video, but I really appreciate everyone who you know was involved in in making that first season. Um, I just know that this is the season where we're going to take things to the next level. Right? Last year, I'm going to be honest with you, I had no idea what I was doing, not even a single clue. I literally took my iPhone right. Put it on voice memos, took it to a coffee shop, didn't plan anything, and just sat down and had real conversations with people. And and that's the essence of what I want to continue to capture this season, right? That raw, you know, unscripted conversations that I have with people. But I also wanted to be, I don't know how I'm really trying to think of this, but I'm more intentional with who I'm choosing and why I'm choosing those people, right? Because last time, and it was the first, oh, the first group of guests were phenomenal, okay? I left every single meeting just absolutely astounded with the maturity, right? Um, Just the self-awareness of I'm going through something or I have gone through something either super traumatic or just life-altering, right? And not only have I, am I open enough and vulnerable enough to share that, but I'm also utilizing this aspect of my story to grow. Grow personally as well as to help other people grow. And for me, that was amazing. And I'm honestly still at a loss of words. I still listen to them, obviously not to hear my own voice, but to listen and hear just these incredible leaders that are being built and being made every day. And they inspire me um, in so many different ways. Now, as we look ahead to season two, okay, one of the big things that I wanted to, to really try to capture is kind of that growth, right? How the journey that people take from, yes, everybody is struggling, okay? That's just an, an unfortunate 
fact of the world. Whether people are struggling visibly and we see them and we know that they're struggling or they're struggling so interiorly, right, so deep that no one even knows that it's just them. I want, first of all, I want people to realize that they're not the only ones, that you're not alone in your struggle, right, that a lot of people have gone through similar things. And not just that, that a lot of people have come out the other side. Okay. And like what, and that's what I'm trying to capture is the journey from getting from one place of, of pain and how do you utilize life circumstances, whether it's fair or unfair to grow as, as a person. Um, and, and, and how do you use your story to help inspire others around you? Because that's my goal. How can I best serve those around me? Um, and that's one of my big reasons for making this podcast. And that's one, probably the biggest reason why I'm taking this season more, I don't know, not necessarily I didn't take last season seriously, but I'm really putting my heart into this one because I really believe that these words can reach, okay, and this, especially the words of our guests, you know. I'm, I'm honored to feature a lot of some of my really good friends um, and people that I really respect as well as people that I do not know very well, but I admire and I'm, I'm grateful to kind of get to know them and hear their stories, um, and I hope that you do too. So as we, as we look at the first episode, it's just going to be me. Sorry. So you can just click off now. Um, <laughs> but one of, the, one of the big things as I'm thinking about how do I want to start this is, you know, I've been talking to people and one of the things that they continuously told me and asked about is like, okay, like reflect on 2021. What did you learn? Because years are a long, like a year, it may fly by, boom, just like that, right? But a year is a long time. A lot of things happen in a year. There's many different seasons, not just like, like, you know, climate-wise seasons, but seasons of life that can happen in a year. And on top of that, we're in year two of the pandemic. Whether or not you believe the pandemic is, you know, as ever ever present as it may be, it still affects the way that we live, right? Um, so, so I'm gonna. I've kind of. I've done a lot of thinking, and I just want to give you three big things that I've learned this past year. And if you're interested in, in learning more about them, I'll totally make a, a whole separate episode over them. Okay, so what did I learn? What did Chris Welbrick learn in, in 2021? Well, here's where it starts, okay? There were high moments in 2021 and there were low moments in 2021, both the highest highs and, and honestly some of the lowest lows that I've ever had personally. But when I really thought about it and when I really looked back on it, the majority of my time was spent somewhere in the middle, okay? I was not on top of the world and I was not at the bottom of the ravine for that long when I really look back in hindsight, right? And although those moments spent at the top and the bottom felt like an eternity, they did not add up to a whole lot of days. Um, so that really got me thinking, like, how do you people, how did I utilize my everyday life? And I think that's maybe one of the most important things. What are your daily habits, right? What are you doing every day that have become second nature? Whether it's waking up, brushing your teeth, boom. Waking up, making your bed, boom. Um, if you have a faith-based life, waking up and praying, waking up and meditating, right? What are you doing 
everyday little things that ultimately add up to making a big change. Because a lot of people get stuck on, I just want to do this super huge thing, <clears throat> excuse me, and then this miraculous thing is going to happen. But the, the reality of the matter is success and growth and accomplishments are made on the backs of tons of little consistent um, actions, right? So how are you being consistent? What are your habits and what are you doing in your day-to-day -day life? Now, personally, in 2021, it's been, it was a lot of growth because it wasn't all, it wasn't all good, but a lot of my mornings were spent, I'm a, I'm a morning person. Well, not really. I really don't like mornings. I don't like waking up. I love mornings, right? I hate waking up, but then once I'm up and I have my cup of coffee and my students know how much I love my coffee, okay? I love being up before the sun gets up or right when the sun gets up. And there's just something about the morning that, that has so much promise and so much hope and opportunity. So, you know, in 2021, I spent my mornings, I'd wake up early, you know, I'd pray, um, and, and I would meditate every day. And meditation isn't like me sitting in, um, in a cross-legged stance, closing my eyes. I tried that. It didn't really work for me. I fell asleep, but, <laughs> but for me, it was, what am I, what am I focusing on today? How am I going to help somebody else today? How am I, how am I going to be a better person today than I was yesterday? What are action steps that I can take to that? And if I really focus on that, right, for me, that's considered meditation. Um, so, and then hitting the gym after school or after work or in the summer, whatever, right? A bunch of little things ultimately add up to getting you closer to where you want to be. Um, so that was maybe the biggest, one of the biggest things, you know, that there's highs and there's lows, but a lot of the time is spent somewhere in the middle, just relatively good, relatively eh kind of day but I was not knocked off my rocker if I had my habits and my consistencies, my emotional health, my faith, right? My physical health, um, that helped balance me in those moments. Um, secondly, the big, like another thing, I know I already said everything's the biggest, but this is by far, it takes, it takes the, uh, the trophy, right? And one of the biggest things I learned is a lot of different things about relationships um, and probably the most life-changing thing I realized, um, first and foremost, is I discovered the importance of prioritizing and cherishing my relationship with myself. Okay. Gosh, I, ugh. you know, if you had met me last year and you had told me that I would have just thrown up in my mouth, pretty much as I said that, or as you said that, because I remember distinctly, someone sent me a TED Talk, really good friend of mine, sent me a TED Talk, and it was all about like, fall in love with yourself, and just, oh, date yourself, and marry yourself, and all these kind of like euphemisms for self-love. And I was like, that's great, but I would really like that to be with another person, because I don't really want to be lonely, and I don't need, you know, I don't know, I didn't need all that stuff, it just sounded like fake talk. Um, and the truth is, if I'm going to be like super vulnerable here, um, I am not and was not the type of person that necessarily enjoys being alone, right? Like if I have a night to myself, I'm a super, I'm like an introverted extrovert, if that makes any sense. Like I, I really feed off other people's energies, but I really only like a specific amount of people, right? I'm not just going to go walk into a crowd. Um, so what I had to do in 2021 was really spend intentionally a lot more time by myself until I became comfortable with that. 
And as I became comfortable with that, right, because a lot of the times I didn't want to spend time with myself because I didn't want to think about all the stuff that's going on or all my fears or all my, you know, things that got me worried or or anything like that. So if I just go hang out with someone or do something, then I don't think about it. But once I really sat and thought about it, right, and and just came became peaceful in those moments, then I actually started to take steps and actually take action steps to resolve the things that were bothering me, right? Like if I'm really worried, I have this thing that's just like weighing on my mind. Well, if I just avoid it, the thing's not going to go away. And as I sat in those moments, I'm like, well, crap, I should just do that. So I do it and I feel better, right? And all of a sudden you keep doing little by little by little, you gain confidence in yourself, right? You start feeling better. And for me, that's way more self-love than just like, I know that there's so many different versions of self-love and I'm not knocking any of those. But for me, that was the most impactful was like, I can be alone, I can be by myself and I can be okay. I can actually be better than okay. I can be happy just chilling. And it's dangerous though, because now I don't necessarily need to be near that many people because I just want to hang out with who I want to hang out with. And there's a lot of great, great stuff and like a great things in that, right? But my point is, self-love, that relationship with yourself, prioritizing yourself, saying, hey, I can't do this because I need to take some time for me. And I know that if I don't, I'm going to overexert myself and that's not going to be good. Um, secondly, you know, everyone's got their own journey on, on, on this. But for me, um, having that relationship with myself wasn't possible until um, I really connected and, and channeled into my relationship with God, with my higher power, right? And, you know, this isn't meant to be a Christian's only thing. This isn't meant to be a religious thing. I'm a very spiritual person, and I understand and acknowledge that everyone's on their own respective journey, um, as am I, right? And, and we can totally talk about that in another thing. But, you know, realizing that I'm tuned and plugged into something bigger than me, um, and that if I just kind of stop trying to control everything in my life, that life gets so much better, you know? So the relationship with my higher power with God is huge. Um, and once you truly start to appreciate yourself, right? Love yourself, appreciate yourself, whatever you want to call it, even like yourself, because guess what? There's so many years I didn't even like myself. Yeah, everyone was like, you're so great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't really like me. I don't like being in this skin. Or, you know, I'm feeling nervous about blank or whatever. What's that person thinking about me, right? But once you truly appreciate, cherish, love yourself, right? This elevates all the relationships in your life. The existing ones as well as opens doors to new unexpected ones that are better than you could have ever imagined, right? Because now I'm showing up to my existing relationships and I'm actually present and I'm listening and I'm not worried that people are judging me or that people are upset at me or whatever, right? And I'm just me. And the same thing with new people. I mean, I've had the best year as far as relationship goes, right? I've met the love of my life. I got engaged, right? But I wasn't able to go into that and be just comfortable being me and letting that person see me until I could really be okay with myself, looking at the mirror being like, 
you're badass, dude. Like, keep it up. It may not be your best day, you know, but keep it up. You're badass. And that took a long time because so many times in relationships, I'm just looking and I was, you know, I was trying to be what they wanted me to be instead of just being me. And that's exhausted because uh, this is exhausting. Excuse me. Because guess what? I do a great me and then I do a really shitty other like fake me, you know, and we all most of us have been there. You know, if you're in there right now, man, you're awesome. Like literally just being you. So think about that. We can talk more on another on another episode. And perhaps the the hardest thing that I've learned with relationship this year has been no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you want to, no matter how ready you are, right? Sometimes friendships, sometimes relationships just aren't ready to move forward or just not ready to happen yet. And that's been the toughest pill for me to swallow. You know, sometimes it's, it's just not that time yet. You may be ready, but it takes two in a relationship. It takes two to tango. Um, and what I've learned from that is all you can do is work on yourself. All you can do is live honestly with integrity and treat other people, people you know well, people you don't know well, with kindness and respect. Um, but you can't control other people, you know? If you really want something, you can't make that person want it. Nor should you, right? You want someone to want to be your friend or more than a friend or whatever, just as bad as you, right? You don't want to force someone. You want someone to be genuine. Um, But it takes two people, and I can only control me, and I can't control how people respond to me. So as long as I am okay with my actions and my words, and what I mean by that is, if I'm living honestly, right, and I'm not maliciously hurting other people, then, you know, then I can go to bed and sleep at night, right? And just hope that one day things will work out, because I honestly believe that they will. So second thing was relationships. First thing was we spend in the majority of our time somewhere in the middle, right? Um, And lastly, one of the things I, I really was trying to focus on, and it's... It's a work in progress, but there are some good days and again, some bad days is living in a state of gratitude. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a super goal oriented person, like hyper goal oriented person. That's what made me successful in karate in school, right? I had a goal. I knew how to work. I knew how to set like mini goals or smaller goals, whatever you want to label it, right? To achieve that goal. But there's a, there's a flip side. There's a lot of pros to being a goal-oriented person. But that also made me want to rush to the finish line, right? Like, I have this goal. That means everything up until the goal is just working to the goal. And once I achieve the goal, then it's great. Then I'll be happy, right? The then I. When I get there, then blank. Fill in the blank either way. And the truth is, and I, I've really learned that this year is, this past year, excuse me, All we have is this moment, you know? All we have is right now. I have this goal for the fall, right? I have this goal for the summer, whatever. But we may not get there. All we have is right now. And that goal can change, right? That goal is just what I think I want to work towards right in this moment. But next week it could change. A year from now it could change. But so many times I've just rushed through 
always right in front of me to try to get to what was far off in the future. And I missed the moment. And I've really tried to, um, this past year, take a step back and appreciate. And for me, that comes in journaling. I do a gratitude journal quite often um, and just write down what I'm grateful for. You know, and, and it can, there are days that I'm grateful for a hundred things, right? And there are days that I'm grateful for air and trees for making, you know, for using sunlight to make photosynthesis for oxygen and, you know, the biology side of me. But there are, and my thing is, my point is, there's always something you can be grateful for. Sometimes I have to look harder than some days, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. Some days I have to look harder for those than others. But that doesn't mean that there aren't things to be grateful for. Um, you know, and right now I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be because life is a journey. It's not a race, you know, because if I race to the finish line, what's that going to get me? You know, then it's over. And we missed the race and the journey and the, and the highs and the lows and the things that we learned along the way. So, you know, as I look back on 2021, it was a hard year. It was a gut-wrenching year. You know, it was a boring year at many times. And it was an amazing year, right? Because that's life. Life is not one thing. Life is dynamic. It's fluid. It can be two things. It can be three things at once, right? But what I encourage people to do is live live life embrace that run towards those uncomfortable moments right run towards those maybe uncomfortable feelings those things that you're like i don't know i just want to stay in this box because this box is safe screw that live you only get one life right and what are we going to do with that make someone's life if you're this is literally if you're having a bad day Go out and make someone else's life better. Promise you, your day improves. I've done it so many times that I'm like, eh, I'm not feeling it today. Then I just go and I say good morning to someone and they smile and I'm like, wow, there's hope. So go out, live. That's one thing. And two, share your story. You know, you have no idea the impact that your story can have on other people. You know, you may think that it's this minute thing that doesn't matter, but the truth is, it could mean the world. It could be exactly what that person needs to hear because they feel like they're the only one who's ever thought that, they're the only one who's ever felt that, right? So go and share your story. And, and that's part of the reason why we're here and why I'm here, excuse me, doing this podcast because I want to share my story, things that, you know, I've struggled through and things that I've grown and also listen to that in other people. So, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me at wakeupwithwellbrick at gmail.com. Change that too. Um, about, about parts of this that you want me to expand on. Um, but that's a big highlight reel. 2021, it was a real deal. 2022 is going to be even better because the sun is shining. It's a little bit cold here today, but um, just so grateful. So thank you everyone for... Uh, for sticking around and, and listening to this. Next week, we're having our first featured guest. She's incredible. So do not miss this, okay? Do not miss it. Um, 
and then we have so many coming after.